And the only reason since the dawn of time anybody worked out that any of those places were picturesque is because they caught fuck all. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Deep Drop. I'm Luke McCredden and Adam Ring is with me as always. And Adam, The Deep Drop is a podcast about fishing, but more specifically, fishing questions. The questions that arise when you're on a trip or in the car on the way to the boat ramp or, I don't know, they they seem to pop up all over the joint. Yeah, Luke, you and I both do a bit of fishing. We both do a bit of fishing together and we're both really good at talking shit. So we're basically <laughs> primed to have a really funny and interesting podcast, I think. That's great. That's a great way to get stuck into it. Let's let's start straight away with some shit talking. Should there be more professionally run fishing comps in Australia? This is a really interesting question, Luke, because I don't think there's any shortage of comps run around the place, whether it be Mm. in Victoria, whether it be all over the country. I think each region has plenty of competitions. Yep. It would be really cool, though, if some of the longer-run local competitions were able to expand and turn it into an event. So Mm. I say down here forever. It was the tea tree snapper comp. Yep. It was an it was an event. It was an institution. Whether you only fish for snapper once a year, it would be at the tea tree comp. There were people that would travel yeah. from regional Victoria that don't have salt water anywhere near them. They'd come down and fish the tea tree comp. Yeah. So I think more room for competitions like that. One hundred percent. Yes, yeah. there needs to be more. But it ties in directly. It ties in directly to a question that we answered on the previous podcast about mm. sponsorship. And this is exactly where sponsorship comes into play because it takes a lot of time and a lot of money to organize a big event, but it can oh, be done. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And there's some great examples of some of the comps that are around there. You mentioned the tea tree snapper comp here in Victoria. The ABT stuff like oh, around Australia awesome. is awesome. And it's big time and it's run so well. Um you know, I've never been involved in it because I'm nowhere near that sort of level of capability of fishing. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> um, the cod comps, there's some unbelievable yeah. Murray cod comps, the cod classic and so forth. There's some there's huge ones and you'd speak about, um, you know, sponsorships and money and some of the those comps are worth a bit of coin, which is they great. And, it, it, and, it, and it brings out the best in, in some of those anglers. And the, obviously the Barra comps up north, the yeah. Barra Nationals and whatnot. Bass yeah. comps, Big time. And, and they've got lots of history in, in, um, ingrained in it too, which is really special. But I think, I think for sure, and, and, and my level of comp fishing is very the social comps that are probably more effort goes into what happens at the pub on, on the <laughs> nights of the competition than, than, you know, and I don't want to take anything away from those organisations. They do a great competition, but... Yeah, look, it's um, more a social event, which I love, by the way. I'm, I'm all for social comps. Yeah. Um, now, they're all great. But I've had a think on this because I think, like you said, the more the merrier. I think, you know, to a degree, like there's got to be a balance and you can't just fill the calendar with a comp every single day. That'd get a bit whatever. But what if this is 
this is what I think this would be awesome. Roll, go with me here, Ads. Right, go I'm with listening. me here. Hang on, I'll get a pen and paper. Write yeah, please. Please do. Yeah. What if we had a big time professionally run comp? It's state versus state, state of origin, right? So just, just hear me out. Each state has a team. Every state in Australia has a, has a team. Now, we could go into fine detail here, but we don't have the time. But I'm thinking the teams are, are bigger than just a group of three or four. It could be eight to ten, right? Depending on and, – and there'd be certain anglers that would be would be specialists in certain areas. So you wouldn't necessarily have every angler fishing every comp. So what I mean by that is like you might have a fly angler in the team but and there'd be fly-specific um, legs of the comp. Anyway, each state hosts an event. So each state has the, has an event. Um, it's a points based system. We can, you know, I can send you my spreadsheet after this ads if you want. <laughs> uh, there's a start, a very, it's a season, so there's a start and an end date. Like there's no sort of just off and on type thing. It's like it kicks off this time, this date, and it finishes this date. And effectively, the state with the most points wins. This is genius. Yes, thank you. The pause. I was nervous about that pause. No, this then. Is I didn't know what you were thinking. Because wouldn't it be awesome? Well, because the hardest thing with comps is getting outside engagement. Yeah. But add the rivalry of state to state. Oh. Can you imagine the banter? Mate. You, ima- you th- we have the rivalry there. It's it there's already a natural rivalry. We saw it through COVID. Who had the biggest dickhead of a of, of a leader? You know, yeah. there, there was that sort of thing going on and whose state was in lockdowns the most and whatever. This is but but in, in all seriousness, though, there's codes of football that there's rivalries there and stuff like that. But I just think every state, like I said, has it hosts an event. So there's going to be home home ground advantage for someone in each event. So no one's worse off at the end of the competition. Everyone's had an opportunity to host an event. You know, so obviously the 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 Northern Territory um, teams are going to you'd think would would probably dominate um, when it comes to their event. They'd probably be a barra type arrangement. The yeah, Northern Queensland teams might go okay as well. That's the point, but, though. Like you got to you got to no, hold no, down 100%. you got to hold down your own ground. You can't lose on if, your own turf. It's like it's if you lose a home court advantage yeah. game, you've got a lot of a lot of ground to make up. This Ads, Luke, this could be the this could be the next big thing. All right, I just want to if if anybody at Netflix is listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> I suggest you get in contact with one Luke McCredden. Can mm. you can you imagine this as a spectacle? There'd be oh, there'd be in team fighting. There'd be banter. There'd be lure fishermen just going. These fly fishers are letting us down. Like yeah, yeah. There'd be amazing comebacks. There'd be oh yeah. There'd some be, old mate be... forgets the bung and it's just a oh. disaster from the start. There'd be there'd be triumphs. There'd be tears. There'd be oh, there'd know, be broken be... rods. There'd be seals. Yeah, and, and there wouldn't. And the thing is with this too. And and obviously each state it's left up to to them to to fund their. Their so, team. Look, we've spoken about sponsorship. So their team would be funded, but it's not team this or team that. It is Victoria, it is New South Wales, it is Tasmania, it is Queensland, etc. So it's like, yep, they've got their sponsorships, whatever. That's to fund things and that's how that's how life works, right? Yeah, in that's a, right. In a tournament scene. But they are very much angling and competing for their state. Oh, this I is just, awesome. I just think it would be something that I would follow so hard. I just think it would be so cool. And it would be entertaining, but I think... When you get into it, it'd be game on. There'd be no fucking around. Luke, in the short lifespan of this podcast, (laughs) 
we've come, yeah. we've successfully come up with an IGFA app app where yes. everybody around the world can claim records easily and see a live yet? leaderboard. <laughs> now we've got a reality TV series state to state. We are Dude. getting shit done on this podcast. Mate, <laughs> if you're not mate, I'm telling you, this is this is this is the engine room of where this, <laughs> this stuff happens. The deep drop is making things happen. Actually, we're not. We're just coming up with the ideas. Yeah, we need someone just, else to make it happen. <laughs> if anyone else would like to take those ideas and run with it, just give us a cheeky shout out. I'll be happy. I don't know, man. I'm just, that, I'm just saying. That's not you know, bad. And, and, yep. That's that's yep. better than not bad. That's legit. I mean, the question was: Should there be more professionally run fishing comps in Oz? That's just one example. But I, I'm saying yes, there should. I'm all for it. As far as the question goes, Adam, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm all for it. Oh, 100%. But, yeah. But, but as but, far but as the need, detail... Yeah, we need the spectacle. You know what I mean? Like, not just a... All, all the little mm. comps around the country need to lead to, you know, the pinnacle of Australia-wide yes. fishing comps, which is competing for your state against the, other states. The scouts. Can There'll you be ima- scouts can you out there. imagine the stories... Of Victoria losing the snapper league to South Australia, oh. who were banned from fishing for snapper. <laughs> it would be, yeah, it'd be massive. Yeah. What if bloody the Northern Territory beat Victoria in the snapper comp yeah, leg of the yeah, comp? Yeah, or like, a, no- a Northern Territory fly fisher comes down and wins the trout fly leg in Tassie. Yeah, like <laughs> that's right. This is just so, full of storylines, Luke. I mean, I'll just you can thank me later, but I've just set up one of the greatest tournaments in fishing history. Well, globally, there'll be people. There'll be, it'll become international at some point. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even, you know. Yeah. And uh, do tip, we include New Zealand? Tip of the cap. Because New Zealand, New Zealand is like part of the NBL, for example, NRL. Yep. Does New Zealand become a team? Why not? We're well, getting, y- we're getting see, it. Well, see, yeah. This, this is the thing with all good ideas. Like, there's always room for expansion and growth. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So all one right. day okay. we we you know we might include New Zealand. One day we might include Tasmania. Like you just don't <laughs> you don't know. At what size does a pinky become a snapper? I've got it. Good start. I've got okay, it. Next, I've got it. Nah, I've got it. I have got an answer, but I'm not convinced it a makes any sense, mate. But I could justify drop. it. The deep drop. Does it any of it make sense? Nah, <laughs> not really. <laughs> nah, nah. That yeah. Well, go on. Give well, us it. Give us okay, it. Okay. So the the first the first answer that came to my head when I saw the question was forty centimeters. Mm. Anything over 40 is a snapper. Anything under 40 is a pinky. Why do you say that? Solely based around the rules. So yep. you can have okay. 10 fish in a bag, only three fish over 40. Yeah. I'd need to ask someone who knows scientifically. So cuz even well, from well, even from a fishery standpoint, how did we get to 40 centimeters? With, with, well, well, was that the magic mark? Was that, is that when they come sexually mature? Is that when they start producing more snapper? It's my understanding because straight away when, when I read this question, I thought like a juvenile snapper is classed as a pinky. So then an, it's my understanding that a juvenile becomes an adult at about 40 centimetres. 
which kind of would make sense with the why that's the limit and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So if, if a juvenile is a pinky and becomes an adult, an adult is a snapper, yeah? Like I'm just sort yeah. of spitballing here. But so, so I think I'm kind of with you. I think 40 centimetres, yeah, I think that's what I'm sitting on. Yeah. That's, this that is purely based right. off you it and I just coming. Right. <laughs> it feels right. It feels right. I don't know. Let's, if it okay, is. let's take let's take facts and figures out of it too. Like when you're fishing and you catch something, what, like what are you what are you still calling a pinky? Do you know what I mean? Like even just just the feel and the look of it and, it's and a, how yeah, it's a great question because if I caught a snapper at forty centimeters, I'd go that pinky. Yeah. Yeah. But so I think everyone would be different though because I think that you know you've probably caught. A million snapper in your day. There might be someone who catches a forty, and it's could be a PB. They've been yeah. fishing for a year or two. That would be going snapper, bang. Yeah, which is could be right. So I'm gonna stick with forty. But yeah. this is one of those ones that I'd love to see the engagement on Instagram. Yeah, because, well, I mean, we've done a size I, I could, thing. I could before. be convinced otherwise. Well, we've done a size thing before where we spoke about um, barrel tuna. Yes. Is, is 100 kilos yeah, of barrel. Yeah, but now, that, that, that's that was nickname. easy, Luke. <laughs> that's, but that's a nick. Yeah, but we still had some feedback about it. That that wasn't, I guess that difference is that's a nickname. Oh, no, Pinky's a nickname too, I suppose. But it's more based around the fact that it's juvenile. A, a Pinky is yeah. a juvenile snapper. And, but, so, yeah, but yeah, see, with, with the tuna one, the only people that said that a hundred kilos wasn't a barrel are those that haven't caught hundred kilo tuna. <laughs> I'm still claiming that a fifteen kilo tuna is a barrel. Yeah. I've caught heaps of them. I've caught heaps of barrels, mate. Ask me about barrels. I've caught heaps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think I'm. Well, well, I think well, I'm going to about... need some crowd participation on this one. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get a show of hands from the crowd out there and. Um, Give us your thoughts about what are you, what are you class as a pinky when you're out fishing snapper fishing and you catch one and yeah. what are you saying is still a pinky but then at what point do you think that's a sna- that's a decent yeah snapper? and you, and you don't even need to leave an explanation just give a measurement or a kilo mm. mark like just comment forty centimeters yeah. fifty centimeters three and a half kilos I don't I don't know what what roughly mm. does a forty centimeter pinky weigh do you reckon. Well, it depends if you put lead weights in it. Um, I think uh, that yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think it could be ten kilos. Could be. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be much. Forty centimeters wouldn't be much. I wouldn't have thought so. But it's it's probably more. I'm looking for more a length. I think would be yeah easy to understand. If yeah, you've got yeah, a true. bit of an idea for us out there in Instagram land. Love to hear it. But I'm I'm kind of on your on your side here. I'm thinking yeah. forty centimeters feels about right. Yeah, and I think it's because I can. In my little brain, I can easily justify forty being the answer. Everything else, I, I can't really spin enough crap about. Mm. This question got deep. Know. Yeah, I'm going to have to pour a, a hard scotch before I yeah. tangle this one again. I'm going to say forty. <laughs> I'm going to lock it. Yep. In. Okay, let's say forty. Let's yeah, say forty. Lock the it deep in. drop says forty. Convince me otherwise. Is a pick of scenery the universal language for court fuck all? Oh, this is another cracker. I love this. Um, <laughs> ads, I think we're all guilty of it. I'll just start by saying that. We've all yes. done the old shot of the outboard motors with the with the sunset in the background or something similar. Yeah. Um and, and look, I think 
if that shot, and I'm going to refer to directly to social media here, if if, if that shot is posted uh, or sent to a group of mates or whatever it is solely on its own with no nothing else, no fishing-related pictures, then, yeah, 100%. You've caught fuck all yeah. and you've just done a scenery shot and said, had a great day, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catching a fish is just a bonus, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It definitely is the sign of, like, I donutted today and donutted hard. We have, all around Australia, some unbelievable coastline, We've got some islands. We've got incredible inland rivers and lakes, and some like in all honesty, some brilliant scenic, picturesque places that I love um, seeing photos of, taking photos of, doing all that. Um, but if, if it, that's all that you're sharing at the end of a day out or a trip, yeah, yeah, you're not you've caught nothing. Yeah, and the only reason through since the dawn of time that anybody worked out that any of those places were picturesque is because they caught fuck all. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. It's not until you're not getting a bite do you go, oh, that's a nice coast. Yeah, bit of coast there, isn't it? It's nice it out here, pretty. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's nice out here. Yeah. Oh, look at the way the the horizon meets the that sort of headland over there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I yeah. love cruising up this estuary, and you get the reflection of the trees <laughs> off the water, and you're not sure where the water ends and the trees start. You only ever think about that stuff. It's like a walk of shame back to the car. Oh, oh check out the check out the mist in the hills, Adam. Yeah. It looks great. <laughs> did any did anyone see that eastern water dragon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I think a platypus just swam past me leg. <laughs> no, that's the trout that you've been desperate to catch for the last six hours. Yeah, of fuck all, right. mate. Uh, <laughs> oh, mate, there's a photo of scenery. The universal language for court, fuck all. Solid yeah. yes. It's an absolute yes yeah. from, from all of us yeah. here at the Deep Drop. Hard yes. And you know what? And you, and you know what? That's okay. It's we okay. We feel your pain. We've, We've all done it. It happens to everybody. And and I will continue to do it. I'm going to do it just cause now. <laughs> yeah. But so I don't feel bad. That's okay. It's, hey, it's, it, it's a good day out and a fish is just a bonus. The fish is just a bonus, Luke. That's why they call it fish and not cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Anyway, that'll do. That's that's a that's a wrap from the deep drop tonight. We're getting loose. We're getting out of control. Hey, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We really love all the feedback we've been receiving on Instagram, Facebook, messages. Um, you know, letter. Some you know might want to write a letter and post it in an envelope with a stamp on it, Adam. I don't know where you're going to send it. One, yeah, well, you know, just send it, it and see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. We'll probably get it at some point. Yeah. But we love it and we appreciate it and, and we want you to continue because we love hearing. The, what, what, what we're talking about ads is just purely what's coming out of our little brains and just purely our opinions on these subject matters. What we love is hearing your thoughts on each subject. As it, as it goes onto the Instagram page, you'll see the tile there with the questions written on it and yeah, we love seeing your comments on that because that's uh, that's what we're all that's about. What it's all about. We're just, we're just getting the conversation started and you're helping us yep. continue it. So thank you, everyone. Find The Deep Drop wherever you find your podcast and subscribe for free. That's the beauty of it. And tell your mates, tell your friends. And we'll see you next time because we're, we're sticking around for a while. See ya. <laughs>